Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gents, it's the football ramble smashing down your doors like the neighbourhood vandal. Whoop, whoop, sound of the police. Yes, Marcus here, ladies and gentlemen. Pete's here as well. Hello, you. And Luke's here. All right. No Jim. No, he's no. the neighbourhood vandal. No, he's been, he's been put away. He's been kicked yeah. out. Temporarily. Naughty boy. He'll be back. He'll be back. Oh, yeah. Either here or on an wow. for a car. I'll decide. <laughs> He may be back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's good to have you here. Thank goodness you made it. It would have been lonely without you. Now, the Oscars were on this week. Don't tell me they weren't. Um, if you could recreate a film using footballers as actors or managers or people in the world of football, uh, which film would you choose and who'd be in it? Luke. It's me first, is it? Big time, oh, that's baby. A, that's a bit annoying. <laughs> um, Jim's not here. No, oh, I'm aware of that. So we leapfrog him. I, li- no, I like Luke's answer, it I, seems. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Are you struggling? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shut up. You mean yes. And this is my answer. <laughs> Go on, keep going. Shut No, I've got an answer, actually. And my okay. answer is uh, The Sting. Have you seen the film The Sting? Like it. 70s film. Yeah. Um, yes. Pair of confidence. Confidence Robert Redford. Tricksters, Robert Redford and Paul Newman. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, playing like Paul Newman, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I would be one of them, obviously. Haven't decided which one yet, because I just thought this answer. Yep. And my um, partner in crime, literally in, in You'd crime, be in it? Yeah. You said, it's the question. Well, if you could recreate it. Okay, fine, you can star in it if you want. I am yeah. starring in it. Okay. Just, okay. Uh, He's I got would... points on the dollar. Yeah. He's got merchandising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've relinquished my fee yeah. to take percentage He's points a, on the profit. Okay. Of course I'm going to be in it. Let's see if you get any of my points, though. And I would go along with, I would have as my co-star... Here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for Vito Manoni. Why? Why? Because Why? he looks like a bit of a film star. He looks like... Yeah, um, yeah. A, a sort of henchman, yeah. anyway, yeah. so he can be in it as well. Yeah. And we'll go on capers. We'll, um, <laughs> we'll wrong, wrong, what wrong. Happened? What's that? What's is that? that? Is that a, a sound effect? You're is that actually Vito Minoni. No, I don't know. It just says wrong. Oh, um, you're just wrong. Me, Vito Minoni, the Sting. Deal with it. Okay. And there's the late Luke Moore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I scrawled on a piece of paper to you, Jack Warner, the jackal, you should have taken it. <laughs> <laughs> I won the points in the capital. Oh, no, I didn't win that over, did I? No. Oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Well. Okay, so the Capital One Cup show, well, that, you've just spoiled that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Wait, didn't win it. it look, Pete or I won it. Yeah, we'll okay. leave it at that. Okay, Pete, okay. Pete, Pete, oh, Jim, Jim well, might have turned up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Suspense. Come on, guys. I am Paul Newman of the Ramble, right? So who's going to be my Robert Redford? Who? Who? who I, well, that'd be definitely me. Well, Ramble. I can't have you, can I? You can. I, you in the world of football. Blue eyes. I'm it's in the true. world of football. That's true. Yeah, I've had a stinker. In a, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Pete, what you got? Uh, I would go for the film Platoon. Oh, nice. And I would use um, the ex-manager of Sunderland Football Club. Paolo Paolo because he loves a knee slide, and that's yeah. what the front cover is. He's like, True. hands up. Oh! I thought you were going to go a sort of Jermaine Defoe, William Defoe. I'd like to see there. in that, if, I could, if we're going to expand on that a little bit, if you don't mind, I'd like to see uh, Alex Ferguson in the, in the Tom Berenger role <laughs> and Roy Keane <laughs> in the uh, William Defoe. Uh, yes! Uh, Elias role. Lovely okay, subplot. Right, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Uh, one's the old timer. Yep. The other one's yeah, sort of yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. younger, a little bit newer. <laughs> no, I like that. I'd love to see that. Yeah. But see, what a film as well. Yeah. Um, it would be quite. <laughs> surely someone must have photoshopped that. No, no doubt. Did Canio sneak sliding with the backdrop of? Uh, I think someone might have recreated it with old uh, Mourinho actually. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah another Possibly, one. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah if, if you can't agree personal terms with Decanio, which you won't, we'll go yeah. for then you could have Mourinho in there. <laughs> that's not bad. That's good. No one's going to hear that answer because they're still going to be laughing at the very notion of me being uh, Paul Newman. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I've thought um, I'd have. Te- you remember Tevez, Everton Park had a good friendship? Yeah. Yes. Uh, three men and a baby. Those three. Who's the baby? <laughs> um, Who's playing the baby? Yanazai. Yanazai. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. You've saved me. I've there. done better with your two than I have my own. <laughs> but what does that tell you? Nothing. Yeah. But um, they provide better raw materials than you do. Yeah. Steve Bull, Wolf of Wolverhampton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alan Good. Alan Pardew, Naughty Professor. <laughs> <laughs> better. Very Much good. Better. <laughs> Alan Pardew, Begbie in Transport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, I think Pete's got the answer. With the Yay. help of Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Let's never speak of this again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that guy who did, uh, Just thank you, Lucky Stars listeners, that Jim's not here, because yeah. that could have been worse. We had a listener who did a, t- a best of 2012 YouTube, didn't he, of the best of the ramble over the year. Right. This one will not be in the 2013 <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Is there such a thing as the best? Okay. Yeah. Least, I hope least it's not worst. In the 2013 one. The better. The, the least worst of the ramble, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> mm. Jim wasn't in it at all. No. So well, dig. there you go. Make your own minds up why that is the case. Um, we're not going to talk about the League Cup final on this show because we've done a whole bloody show yeah. about that. We were there. There was some cracking capers yeah. involving, the, involving <laughs> the three of us. <laughs> um, uh, so, so Football do... and chat. Everybody loved it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to the ramble, that is a reference to Tim Lovejoy. If you're new to the ramble, I'm not interested. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so do uh, do check that out. The the Capital One Cup final review show. It's there. Released just before this one, yeah. You're damn right, you're damn right. So let's go to the Premier League. Yay. Let's go to the Premier League. Hull 1, Newcastle 4, Alan Pardew. Off you go, Pete. <laughs> good away win. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a good three points. Um, solid, solid. You know, takes to deflect some of the pressure off the the, the team, I suppose. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lost their heads, etc. Um, th- I mean... I think something that's annoyed me about it is is some of the reaction. The media has lost their heads. They have lost their collective And do you know heads. what it's made me think? It's It wasn't that bad. And I'm like, why are you making me think it wasn't that bad when it was really bad? Well, it's something you see on a football field pretty much every weekend. If he'd have properly stuck one on him, 
Well, I would have done that for a hundred thousand quid. Oh yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, very clear indeed. But well, the, th- the difference being, well, he's been fined a hundred thousand. He doesn't get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> the difference being, <laughs> one up comes out of his ding, head. Ding 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 ding. First Premier League manager to head butter player. <laughs> of course, you see it quite a lot with players, but you don't see it with managers. No, it, and that's it, the it is shocking. It's absolutely yeah, outrageous. The three one up. Yeah. Why are you getting annoyed? It's, it's, uh, to be honest, it's, it's more just the fact that, uh, you know, a, the Newcastle bench could do with a heck of a lot of calming down. You know, he's been, he's been done it before. He's, he's got a lot of previous lines. Yeah. He's pushed a linesman, he's shouted at, you know, opposing uh, managing stuff. He's in a bust out of anger as well. Yeah, exactly. That was at West you know, Ham, yeah. You know, but like, you know. Ah, oh, shut your noise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can imagine, like, you can't imagine, like, Bobby Robson having, you know, John Carver jumping up and down and screaming at everyone, Steve Stone leaping yeah, off the bench yeah, every yeah, five yeah. minutes. But that's what Pardew said, didn't he? He said, oh, next time I'll make sure John Carver gets him No. Yeah, yeah, no. He's a nut job. Yeah, he's a he's a stone cold psychopath. I think I think I'll, I'll get someone to do it for me. This time. Last time we we talked about Pardew behaving in this way, it was with the linesman, and we said at the time he's a very low quality of individual. And I, yeah. think, I, I think he really is, and I think yeah. for, all, for all the sort of charm he tries to put on, the smiles he tries to give in post match interviews and stuff, he just is a terrible piece of work. And <laughs> and, and and that sort of thing does show. And, and it's, it's absolutely outrageous that he behaved in that way. I don't. Uh, fair enough, you guys. No, it, no, it is. I know. I agree. And, with you. And I agree with that. I, I agree with you, but what I would also say is that no one really talked about the Myler push. You know, you know, it, it was all started from. Myler. It wasn't really Myler. a push though. Well, it was it just it, trying. It, to, it was a high hand. Pardew push, was deliberately basically. trying to slow the game down, and Myler needed to get the ball for a throw in, and Pardew got in his way, and then Pardew stuck his head in there. And besides, even if the, even if the player does push the, the manager, he's the manager. Let the yeah, referee I'm, I'm deal. Exa- with. I mean, I'm exactly on the same. Page. I, think, mm. I think it's just more the fact it's the reaction to some of the media. Mm. You know, in the same way that the 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 the, the Football manager that um, a lot of um, the, like the Sun and the Mirror and the Express get really excited about Jose Mourinho. He had his finger in someone's eye yeah. two seasons ago, which is you know, worse. Which, which is much worse. You know, he's trying to extract the vitreous humour of a man's eyeball <laughs> yeah, with his it. fingernail, which is horrendous behaviour. Which yeah. you know, but nobody ever talks about yeah. that. And, yeah. and obviously, it's something horrendous. Obviously, he should be banned for a very long time. But it, you know, calling for him never to be to, to be allowed near a football pitch for the next six months, I think, is a little bit excessive. Mm. Yeah, I know. I, I think I, I agree. I, I with think the, the, the media reaction was like he did a, a Cantona kung fu kick or something. But it depends on one whether he's still under suspended uh, sentence mm. for the stuff he's done before. I'm not sure if he is or not. And 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 really, I think you know, and this won't happen for different political reasons. But Mike Ashley would be well with his rights to fire him for that. Well, I, well, as I said, as I said, the, the couple on panel, you know, it's a vote of confidence for uh, for a low quality individual. That yeah. you know, he, if he didn't want to pay that, how many how, how many years has he got left on his contract? Oh, long time, yeah. a long, long time. There must be a clause or something in it though, so that he can get rid of him. For well, that. exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, that is you know, bringing the game, into, bringing their club into disrepute, so they could get rid of him if they want. And that's to. Mike Ashley's job, isn't it? <laughs> if anything, he's, he's treading on. People's toes there. Uh, <laughs> I'd have loved to have known what Kinney's reaction. Yeah. Mm. You know, if if the LMA is not supporting you, you know, it's just like well, <laughs> and, they, and they defend everyone <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that, uh, just for the record, um, I, I of course it's a shocking thing. I, I you headbutt a member of staff. Yeah. You headbutt all the members and of staff. Were the Pratt. <laughs> I thought it was um, Steve Bruce didn't know what to do himself in the post match. Did he? he was like, well, well, it was you know, he's obviously. 
going to face punishment for that, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But actually, he was quite... Um, it's not for Steve Bruce to say. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I thought it was a bit yeah. unfair for them to... to <laughs> yeah. But I suppose it's a fellow manager. But I thought you handled him. It was so. a good win for Newcastle as well, by the way. I don't think the, the scoreline told the whole story of the game. I thought Hull had some good chances, mm. and Krull made a really good double save. Yeah. It was quite at the beginning of the game. It's, mm. it's interesting what's going to happen with the rest of Krull's season, because he's been dropped from the um, Dutch side, right. and it looks like he won't go to the World Cup, so he'll probably leave in the, in the summer. He has made noises about wanting to play Champions League football, so that might be... We might be seeing the last of... Uh, That'd Tim be a Crowley shame. Could, yeah, a real shame. A real, real shame. I mean, surely he'll, he'll have a nod somewhere around the squad. I mean, I don't know if he'll, be, he'll want to be first choice. But well, they, well, they reckon that, well, they reckon that this, this <clears> next <throat> friendly that they're going to be playing is uh, an indicator of who's going to be in the squad. That's what the Dutch manager's... Like, uh, Steckelenberg was dropped yeah. as well, wasn't he, I think? Yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's worrying for him, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, it's a horrendous mistake, by the way, for the Remy goal. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Man. Absolutely outrageous stuff. It didn't, didn't help him, did it? Yeah, no, but it was a brilliant away win for, for, for Newcastle and... Yeah, we should, I mean, we shall see what uh, what action the FA take. I've not really seen cards. many Newcastle fans' reaction to to the um, to the Pardew thing. I don't. I mean, I don't know if they've come out and sort of in general and sort of deplored him or. Well, I think I, th- oh, I think I think I think everyone did, but I think more than that, I think they were just kind of surprised at the ferocity of the uh, of the media. I think to a certain extent. Okay, fair play to Pardew for keeping it interesting, though, because Newcastle got nothing to play for, nothing's going on, <laughs> and there's nothing happening for them. Yeah. Is they're not going to. They're, they're safe. They're not going to do anything else. So, I mean, fair enough, he's thinking of other ways and to keep it interesting. You know, <laughs> exactly, you know and he's the product of his, his envir- environment, effectively, because he's just getting bullied from above. Well, so and he's and, just and he hangs out with John Carver. <laughs> 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 what did John Carver do a while back this season? He got in trouble, didn't well, he? He got, he got, was it, was it well, against uh, Southampton, was it? Didn't he? Mm. He had a brawl. I think our goalkeeping coach got involved as well. It's just, well. you know... Not a likeable bench, is it really? <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey. Um, uh, I, I, there was another 4 1 win in the Premier League on the mm. weekend. Let's see mm. what I've done there. Would well, you see what they did there? It was Aston Villa 4, Norwich City 1. Much better from Villa. Um, the Canaries want one up through Houlihan. Now, it's getting ridiculous now. Um, we talk about players not celebrating. Apparently, Daniel Sturridge didn't celebrate against Man City and Chelsea. So got. An email oh, well, that's disappointing. That. Whatever it happened, I, yeah. he probably would now because they're going for the title. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we we have talked about that. Houlihan, um, he didn't celebrate. And I I was watching the highlights and I thought, why didn't... He, he seemed to be quite unhappy to score that. And then the commentator said something like, oh, he nearly moved to Villa in January. God. And I was like, oh, my God. So you're not going to celebrate in cl- against <laughs> clubs that you fancy it's a like move me. To. It's like me, and you've seen me do this, it's like me going into McDonald's, <laughs> Buying a cheeseburger, purposely not enjoying it because there was a big queue in Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you... oh, I d- oh, I don't like celebrating against Villa because uh, uh, my mum likes shopping in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The situation is meant to well because the crazy thing is, if it, I, I thought at the time, because I didn't see the game initially, I had to, I had to watch it back, and uh, because I saw the scoreline, yeah. I thought, oh, he scored that <clears throat> when they're 4-0 down. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like one of those things. Or, or uh, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Or, or he's a Villa fan. You know, yeah, and, and yeah. he's well known as being a Villa fan, and, and that's one of those things, right? Yeah. Even then, I still wouldn't have been um, all for it because it is his job yeah. to, to, to play against Villa. That's just the way it is. Maybe he was just a bit sad. But the fact is, yeah, the fact is, New- oh, Norwich. I hate scoring goals. That was a massive goal for Norwich yeah. at, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're in real trouble. They're four points off relegation. Now, <laughs> their fixtures they've got left right let me know Houlihan how you feel right in the last four games of this Premier League season yep. all, in all probability you're going to need to pick up points big time from mm, these games mm. last four games Liverpool Man United Chelsea Arsenal you'd fancy a move to any of those clubs wouldn't you <laughs> so you better I not was, be 
If I was, not only is it disrespectful to Norwich, complete right? a perfect hat trick in the last minute. Yeah. No, no, I'm not doing no. that. I'm not celebrating that. No. Not only is it disrespectful to Norwich fans <laughs> to, play, to behave in that way, it's patronising to Aston Villa. Right? <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> the other thing is, if I was playing and I laid that ball on the plate for who he didn't celebrate. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of like a lot of his a lot of his t- colleagues yeah. seem to try and make him celebrate, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, what what are you doing? That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> he's, only, uh, he's, he's played 184 matches for Norwich City, according to Wikipedia, and uh, he's got 30 goals. Not a massive hole, you yeah. know. Not a massive hole for like an attacking midfielder. But enough to know how to celebrate. But enough to know, but, and he's old <laughs> enough to sort of enjoy a goal. Yeah. It, he won't score many more. He's 30 odd. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> Before you know it, your career's over, pal. Yeah. So enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I reckon, I, I think the referee should be allowed to just wrap him on the back of the legs. I think it should be a bookable offence. That's a red. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's a red. It's a red leg. Yeah. <laughs> the referee's discretion of how much the club, we said this before, of how much the club <laughs> meant to the player. Yeah. In that situation, there is no evidence, no link beyond, and, and if you want to adopt the legal process, you can, beyond reasonable doubt, yeah. that he has any link with that club other than a prospective transfer which didn't happen. And if you're not sure, you'd have the dubious celebrations panel. <laughs> yeah. There's it nothing dubious review. about it. Mate. <laughs> the rest, the kit man should have to administer a red, red river or a Chinese burn. Yeah, I'm liking that. Going, oh, you're going disrupt, to disrespect the shirt? I'm going to disrespect your arms. Yeah. The reason, the reason we're going to beat him is because they thought they're taking the piss here. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're going to get about five. That's why yeah. I'm not celebrating. <laughs> he thinks he's good enough for us. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then and then 15 or 16 minutes uh, passed and, and Villa were 4-1 were up. What about Benteke's first goal? <laughs> <laughs> Delish. <laughs> Ridiculous. He's, but, uh, he's not scored in, in, in a few weeks. So, did he score last week? I can't remember when he was last goal. Yeah. Well, people seem to think that Benzake's finally sort of coming. Uh, he's a brilliant player. He's actually been all right. Yeah. Like, he's got 23 in his first like it's something his like that, first yeah. season in uh, England. So pretty, like... pretty sure he's got five in his last eight games. Yeah. For, for um, I was looking at this earlier in, in my other in my other job, yeah. and uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, he's got five or so in eight games. Mm. Um, that goal, he's, the goal he scored at the weekend though, was for some reason yeah, it felt like he hadn't scored for a little while. For, well, I don't yeah, know why, I mean, yeah. but um, statistics will prove He scored wrong, the yeah. defeat of Arsenal, he scored against Liverpool, and he scored against uh, West Brom in that 4-3 game. Yeah, but uh, absolutely magnificent goal yeah. to, to, to make it one all. Even, even for his, uh, I think it was a header, wasn't it? Yeah. Basson couldn't, just couldn't get near him, like, wow. and he's a, he's a very good defender. Could have been a little bit of a foul, maybe, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. on his game, Benteke, he's a sort of player, a sort of striker who's just an absolute nightmare to play against. Yeah, but he, he, he's in the team at the World Cup. He's got all the assets, he really mm. has. And then Bakuna and Basson's uh, afternoon. Villa are a strange oh. team this season, they really are. I mean, I, th- I think I'm right in saying, those four they scored at the weekend... <laughs> Represent twenty five percent of their home total this season. It's a lovely stat. I think they've only scored sixteen goals in total at home this season. They've been so bad to watch at home. Um, you know, it's about time for those Villa fans that they got a little bit of something to cheer about in their in their home games because they, they've really struggled. I mean, you know, they lost at home to West Ham two 0 It's well, dreadful. Well, well, Lambert's got to really um, kick on next season. Mm. Um, and, and, and try and keep certain players there. You'd imagine some people will want to get hold of. Them. Well, they're, an, they're another team, though, Marcus. Who, who, although they look at their eleventh on the table as, as we record this, but they're by no means safe. No, I mean they still need really. You'd think at least a couple, couple more wins to be uh, to be sure of it. I know it's close down there, um, but they have got a reasonable run in. I mean, the, the last couple, the last two games are at home to Hull, but they're away to Spurs in the last day, so they won't want to yeah. leave it to that. But it must be frustrating a little bit with being a. 
if, if you're a Villa fan, because you know Birmingham's a huge city. It's the second city in mm. England for crying out loud, and and they've had some great players play there over the years. They've got a good stadium. Um, I understand, obviously, the, the billions of, of other clubs. I'm not saying they should be challenging for the title, but but you would you would want a, a club like Villa to be. They're a big club. Yeah, they're a, they're a huge. Well, club. kick on like Newcastle. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably in a position that Aston Villa should really exactly. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. In. And, and and they've been unfortunate with with certain players moving away when if they'd have stayed they would have uh, perhaps pushed on for for European places or something mm. like that. So yeah, I, I do hope Villa can 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 find some consistency next season. Well, I think if they stick if they stick stay in the Premier League, which I mean I haven't said what I just said, I think they will do. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying it's not safe yet. They got there's a, a sort of semblance of an identity there. Lambert likes to bring. Um, bringing young players through, he likes to play counter-attack in football. I have to say, although Ben Sacker took all the plaudits at the weekend, I thought Ashley Westwood was very good in the middle mm. part. He, he was sort of at the centre of all the good things they did. Um, so that's encouraging because he's a young player, you know. And, and so, yeah, there's a lot to be, to be cheerful about. I mean, it's not great uh, in terms of the, the stats and how many goals they're not scoring, especially their home form, which at one point a few weeks ago, we might have mentioned it at the time, I think they had twice as many points away from home for as they did at home, which yeah. is a really strange situation. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a very good win for them. <clears throat> yeah, um, uh, Swansea won, Crystal Palace won. Well, feel good moment of the weekend that for Glenn Murray. Yes. Yeah, we, we, listen, it was a contentious penalty might have t- might have happened just outside the box, and you might even think it was a harsh red for well for, taken, for Chico, but. Uh, he won it and he took it very well postage stamp and, and you know what after such a long time out I don't mm. think even the most hard-hearted of Swansea fans would That's have overcrushed right. him that goal yeah I mean obviously he was fantastic in the in the, the lower leagues the football league um, played for Peterborough was it Yes, at Peterborough, yeah, he's got an absolute hatful of goals. So it's good to see him in the Premier League. And then, of course, he gets injured, and you're like, oh, come on. So back he comes into the side and uh, and gets the goal. But uh, the, earlier on in the game... No, I, don't, I think you're thinking of uh, Dwight Gale, mate. Oh, yeah, I think Glenn it's Dwight Glenn, Mar- Glenn, Mar- Glenn Murray's been at uh, Palace for a while now, yeah. He was at oh, Bright, of course he was I am. He was at Sorry. before that, yeah. Yeah, Glenn, uh, yeah. Murray was the, their scorer last season. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 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 I, of course I am, yeah. Murray scored loads of goals in the Championship last mm. season because then they get promoted, and he was a big part of their plans, mm. gets injured, yeah. and he absolutely got it from I think he was out for about 16 months or something, yeah, it was. Yeah, so yeah, good to see him back. Yeah, yeah really so, important sorry point that, as well. Listen. Goodness me. Yeah, uh, but a, a, a lovely goal for uh, for Swansea to Guzman. Little, oh, little, little yeah. move, Bonnie with a little flick. And yeah, Barcelona esque. <laughs> I did find it funny on the um, match of the day highlights. You know, sometimes the, the captions for their uh, for their, their highlight reels when they go back and mm. review some of the moments, they're called funny things. They're a bit cheeky, called, aren't they? Yeah, it was called Swansea Alona. That that one. Yeah. Not Swansea. sure that's a bit of a stretch, I'm I think. confused. Barcelona, Swansea. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. I yeah. think that's a stretch. When you it? have to explain mm. it, it I shows. I would say Swansea, like Barca. Yeah, that would be much better. Well, what, do you, what do you think about this Swansea situation? Because they're not too far off of um, relegation. Yeah. They've got an inexperienced manager who looks to be picking up points and doing okay in I think they'll, they'll survive, surely. Okay, fair enough. I think they will, but it'll be interesting to see what they do next season. Do, we, do you think that um, Fulham and Cardiff are, are gone? Yeah, I mean, because if you do, then you've obviously only got one place to to worry about. Mm. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's looking very, very bleak for Fulham. You just they're they're throwing everything they can at the wall, and nothing is sticking. Yeah, and, and Sunderland, for example, have got a couple of games in hand on them and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but uh, yeah, decent point for Palace um, away at Swansea. There, Spurs beat Cardiff one uh, 0 and it was so nice to see Soldado get a goal, beautifully taken as well. 
was Lovely a nice little, little touch. Valencia-esque finish. finish. Yes, it was. But reminiscent of his time there. But I think that um, it, what was really pleasing, actually, and what we pleased for Spurs fans was how much it clearly meant to him. Yeah. Because he, he, there you go, that's how you celebrate a goal. He, he, <laughs> wanted, he wanted to get a goal really badly. Mm. He'd been a while without scoring one. Um, and it looked encouraging that um, because he's a good player yeah. and, and he's the sort of player that Spurs whoever their manager is to take him into next season I mean there's talk that it won't be Sherwood he's a sort of player you really want um, mm. you really want to stick at the club it, it, and of course from Sheldon's point of view he wants to be in that World Cup squad so he needs to start firing pretty quickly well absolutely it must be, it must be so difficult coming um, from a different country as a very highly priced striker to go into a side who have got a couple of decent forward players to say the least yeah. and, and you go in and you, you take a little bit of time to adapt we've talked about that um, different country totally different culture different footballing culture as well uh, you know, they've changed manager all that sort of stuff and uh, and, and also, you know, you've had a dip, bit of a dip in form and people think, hang on a minute, you're this guy who's cost X amount of million, you've scored goals before and y- you must get so down about that and, and so on your own back. I've also heard in the grapevine had a few uh, personal problems over Christmas as well okay. and his wife and uh, so that obviously may, may not, have, well, listen, it may not have helped his situation when it yeah. comes to settling in a new country, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I think that celebration where he kind of put his hands to his kind of face, didn't he? He was like, oh, yeah. so relieved yeah. to get that. Because it must be so frustrating for him because he knows he's a good player. Exactly. And, he, and, he's, and, and especially when you're someone who's used to school all the time. Yeah. But the other thing is, if you look at, it's, it's a complicated situation for him at international level because the amount of players they've got in those mm. positions, I mean, if you look at three... Well, they hardly play with a striker and even if they did, they've got... Well, the most recent squad, they've picked Pedro Negredo and Diego Costa. Yeah. Front. The players they've left out in four positions, I believe. I think I'm right in saying it. David Villa, Lorente, Michu, who's obviously been been there there or thereabouts, Soldado, Teo, and Torres. They've left. They've been missed out. You know. So <laughs> well, I mean, Lorente's, Lorente's really pulled his socks up at UVA scoring. So he's he's got such a fight in his hands, and I think realistically, Soldado needs to start scoring goals pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, to to um, to get to force his way in there because obviously Negredo. Mm. Wh- where whereas I mean, as far as I remember, those two seem to be a sort of head to head. Negredo's an absolute, and when he came on, he's a beast. Negredo's he? moved on, hasn't he? He's, he's yeah. certainly sort of hit the ground running. And, and Negredo's record, of course, he's playing for a better team, and they're making a lot of chances. And there was going, there were, for a period, Man City were just scoring goals for fun. But Negredo's done pretty well. He has done very you know? well. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I, it's concerning for for Soldado's World Cup chances. Um, but hopefully he can he can kick on and score. He seems like a likable chap. I'd like to see him go. I'd like to see him go. And he's, he's a good player, as you say. Very good player. So 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 well done. Then well done, Spurs. Uh, Stoke City beat Arsenal one nil. Jonathan Walters with a penalty. Fair play to him, Stephen. I'm keeping taking. Well, he cha- he changed his uh, he changed his side. Normally hits it laces. Yeah. And uh, goalkeeper's right. Yeah. He side footed it. Goalkeeper's left. Yeah. So uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, just on that, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that Laurent Koscielny has given the pe- most penalties away in the Premier League <coughs> since 2010 when he came here. Wow. Uh, and um, yeah, I-, I find it quite odd because of, of course Stoke were worth their worth their win, and, and Arsenal didn't create an awful lot, did they? No. But um, there seems to be a, uh, a sort of conventional wisdom which says that Arsenal, oh, everyone sort of knew that Arsenal would tail off. And, and and they would start to tire towards the end of the season. But if you remember last season... Yeah, yeah. They, they started badly and then That's got right. better as I, the season went. I think I'm right in saying they got 28 <laughs> points out of 30 in their last 10 games last season. Mm. So actually, if, and of course it's a different situation, different players, different fixtures and stuff like that. Um, if they do that now, yeah. they're like, there's 10 games left. If they yeah. do that now, I mean, God, they're going to be up there. Yeah, you know. well, we talked about the tricky period that, that's, um, that's coming for them. But it's not I, over for them yet, though. Yeah, well, what I was going to say, Pete, do you think that... 
they're four points now behind Chelsea, and they've got some very hard fixtures. I tell you, as Lucas said, Koscielny's uh, um, constantly seems to be up for giving away penalties. When you've got players like that that have a bit of a reputation, not only outside of the squad but inside the squad as well, mm. whenever they've got the ball or whenever there's an opportunity where you can jump in. You know, your team's just going to go... What, what do they do? Do they stand there? Do they go and a, a, attack the ball themselves? Because yeah. they, they don't want to give him the responsibility yeah. of giving away a penalty. It, it just it just sends panic yeah. throughout the back four, and that's something you don't need, and that's not something you kind of um, equate with uh, Arsene Wenger's the side. Key, the, they're, they're calm, they're, yeah. they're collected. They're, that's right. The key figure at this time of the season is, is momentum, isn't it? I mean, mm. and, and if you think, OK, which, which teams have got league momentum... Then you've got to say it's li- at the moment Chelsea, it's, it's it? Liverpool and Chelsea, yeah. and so Arsenal are really, if anything, they're going slightly the other way. And 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 all I'm all I'm trying to say is if they can turn it around. I mean, they've only lost two of their last ten Arsenal in the league. It's not it's not completely disastrous. And, Chel- and, and Chelsea and Liverpool, by virtue of the fact that Liverpool let a canny few in in, do, in, yeah. in the back, and Chelsea are only winning by one and two. Um, I think you know if Arsenal can just put a few matches together where, he, where they stick a couple. Past them, I don't know what the goal difference is, but I imagine when it comes to the end of the season, mm. that might count. Yeah, that really might count because then because Chelsea aren't winning by massive margins like the Man Cities have at home recently. They all need to play each other though. Arsenal mm. uh, go away to Chelsea. They've uh, got City at home. And look um, how Man City handled um, Stoke last week. You know, yeah. it was only a narrow win. Really, That's true. It was, it was... Well, and, and you know, Everton nearly got a point at Stamford Bridge, although Everton are. One of the league's mm. better sides. And look how Man City started the match in the Capital One Cup this weekend. Uh-huh. You know, they, yeah. they didn't look like a championship win inside the first mm. half. Certainly, Arsenal need to just get, look, they just need to get it together quickly. Mm. They've got they've got Everton next in the cup, mm. and, and I think that's the game of the game of the cup really. That game of the weekend really. They've obviously got the Bayern Munich thing, which I think mm, is going to be tough for them, of course. And they've got the North London derby. Then they go away to Chelsea, and at home to City, and they're away to Everton in the league. So they've really got. If they are going to do something, they've got to do it now. They've mm. got to move now, uh, and I don't think um, they're going to have much chance if they don't start to turn around pretty quickly. I, I really think that um, actually Liverpool look good because they've still got to play some key teams at Anfield this season. They yeah. still play Chelsea at Anfield. They've this probably season. got the most preferable running. Mm. Mm. Ars- Arsenal need a leader in the back four. Like Sol Campbell, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, that is a man who's been in uh, the press recently. Mm. What do you make of that, Pete? I think it's interesting. Uh, he, he said, his... sorry, by the way, um, we should say, in case you haven't seen that story, that um, he, he's suggesting that if he, he... It was because of, well, as he said, the colour of his skin, that he wasn't the England captain for probably ten years. He said he was club captain mm. because he, the, the FA perhaps wanted a white guy instead. Um, someone like Michael Owen, who's... You don't immediately think of Michael Owen as being a captain. He seemed more annoyed about when on the few matches when the main the main guy wasn't there when when Alan Shearer um, finished and it was handed to David Beckham. That was kind of like the point that you'd think that it should really have gone to Saul Campbell. But I think in many ways he's he's proved himself not to be the, the most kind of level headed of guys when it comes to like you know going missing at half time and yeah. in matches and stuff like that. But I'm, what I, my I'd point, say Rio Ferdinand would probably have a, a better claim. Yeah, I'd, and and you know everyone's made the point of, of Paul Ince and stuff like that. But what I would say is that I think the media you have a responsibility of um, pushing narratives when it comes to captaincies because you know fundamentally you know we, we, captaincies don't it doesn't matter it some national teams just do it, give it to yeah. the person with the most caps basically. well yeah. Beckham uh, was uh, given it because of the ambassador kind of yeah. role exactly he, but, what, but what I would say is I think the media do have a responsibility players like Frank Lampard players like uh, Alan Shearer players like um, David Beckham 
the media sort of round on these sort of players and go, oh, England's brave, David Beckham, mm. England's brave, mm. John Terry, and England's, you know, and they sort of pump them up to being mm. bigger than they actually are and having more of an influence. I think what I would argue is that black players are misrepresented and badly represented yeah. in, in the nation's press. And, you know, you know, podcasts and stuff like those, we're probably just as much to blame to a certain extent. Some guy from the Tuesday Club made the point that, I, I don't listen, I must admit, but somebody was telling me about it and he sort of said that when, when black players are big, mm. they're beasts. Yeah. And when um, white players are big, their units, and mm. when, um, even though I, I'm, I'm sure, I know you called Soldado a beast about five minutes ago. Right, Negredo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's but, his nickname. Um, yeah. yeah, I take but, what, but what, but, and, and also, can you remember when, like, um, uh, Theo Walcott came up, and, yep. you know, and, and everyone's going, isn't he, isn't he a polite fella? Isn't he, isn't he lovely and polite and, and mm. really well-spoken? Why the fuck wouldn't he be? You know, I, I just, think, I just, I, I, <laughs> no, gen- I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely think it's a fundamental sort of, you know, because everyone writing about football is white. Everyone in there's nobody in, in Soho Square that's in the well, upper echelons of, of the FA yeah. uh, who are, are of mixed race or, or even black. Well, they may have moved to Wembley, but uh, sorry, that's a pedantic point. But yeah, sorry, <laughs> pedantic carry on. bastard. But, the, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. but what I would say is that, that I just think a lot of people writing about football are, you know, white fifty-year-old mm. men. Somebody. Um, I think she may even be a comedian, actually. She was talking about... I'm so sorry, I forget her name. Um, It's all right, she's just a woman. (laughs) No, no, it's clearly... I'm sorry, I I can't remember um, the name of the the person who was giving this opinion, but I think it was on a a documentary maybe Clark Harlar was doing. Mm. And she said that black players are never described as intelligent players. Do you know what I mean? So so Iniesta or Xavi... Or, uh, I, I don't know, somebody like that. You'd call them intelligent. But you never hear a black man. He's always, you know, physical on all these kind of stereotypes. It's interesting. Just to bring mm. back to the Sol Campbell thing, from, from a, as a, as a, he captained the club I support for a while. And, and uh, interestingly enough, I do agree with the, the, the overarching point that Pete's making about how the, the, football, of course, has questions to answer as the game in general in terms of racism, of course, it does. But on the Sol Campbell point specifically, yeah. Sol Campbell was known, well known around. Um, around Portsmouth from media friends of my journalists and people who followed the team mm-hmm. of course when Portsmouth were actually doing things in the Premier yeah, League yeah. and travelling overseas stuff, mm. um, to, for being quite an aloof character and quite a, quite a sort of he, would, he famously wouldn't um, like it if another player sat near him um, to or from games on planes and stuff like that okay. now that may well be I've, I've spoken to I mean, as you guys, as you guys know I did an interview with Matt Murray once the ex-Wolves keeper and he yeah. said that actually to get in his focus he would not like to give anyone a lift to the game, or he wouldn't like to mm-hmm. to the point of where he would he wouldn't even sleep in the same room as his wife yeah. the night before because mm. he wants such a good night's sleep. Now, which is absolutely fine. I wasn't mm-hmm. the right preparation to, to, for that. But then you wonder whether if if you have to be like that as a character to to perform, then maybe you're not necessarily captain material. Mm. And and I think that it's with Campbell's. I mean, I can remember Campbell not that long ago, probably about six months ago, maybe a bit longer than that, saying that he was struggling um, to get coaching opportunities and he may have to go abroad to get them. And he yeah. thought it was because of racism. So he has at least got some consistency on this point. And maybe, you know, who are we to, to say whether he has or hasn't got a point? But I, I don't know whether the colour of his skin or his race has anything to do with whether he was a captain of England or not. Yeah, well, he's not but, the best example. I think he's no, got points it, to make. Absolutely. But. but if you look at all the games that England have had in... You know, if, you, if, you were, if you were to... I don't know the facts, but if you were to draw a, a, take a poll of every single game England played yeah. and how many games were capped by a white man how many capped by a black man, it would be... In my view, I would I would guess it would be vastly uh, weighted towards white people. Well, I mean, mm. uh, and we sh- but I think you, your point you need to say there is is the ratio would be wrong because obviously there would be more. There would be yeah, but there, obviously I mean, there'd be yeah. more white guys captain like, exactly because of the history saying, of yeah. England. Yeah. Uh, the, the English football is more white players, mm. but the, the ratio would be. Uh, 
would be imbalanced. Weighted, yeah. Excuse yeah. your uh, ton of phrase ratio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, just to finish this, um, I, I, without I'm not trying to make light of, of a serious situation, but, but Sven did come out and say um, that wasn't the reason. <laughs> okay, um, uh, he did. I'm sorry. I'm always loathe to say it, but it's, <laughs> it's a part of the reading story. Take I have to. I have the original to. point that yeah. we spoiled this off was the Arsenal thing, and a little bit of credit is probably due to Mark Hughes, who's got an excellent record against Arsenal. He does. Um, he's beaten them with QPR, Blackburn, City and now Stoke. Yeah. He's got the number. Say. Well done. Yeah, yeah. And, and Stoke have also beaten Arsenal, Chelsea, and May United at the Battalion Stadium. Yes, season. indeed they have. Hmm. Um, uh, right, uh, quickly to the Championship. There was a massive game, Burnley, Derby. Burnley won it 2-0. Massive win for Sean Dyche's team. Um, second against third, that was. Fantastic opening goal. I think it was Jones who scored it. Um, and Burnley looking um, likely to grab that second place now, five points above Derby. Big controversial decision in that game. They're was... the only. They're the only. T- Burnley's the only team who have still got their unbeaten run in at home. Oh, is that right? In that league. Sean Dyche, the ginger Mourinho. They we're call we're him. talking about momentum. Second again in terms of the Premier League Championship is being proven as well. Um, Leicester and Burnley, teams up, up, um, occupying the top two places in the division, haven't lost. They've had for momentum ages. all season. They haven't lost for well, ages. When Derby were the ones who who, who have the momentum, who who were going to challenge them, but Burnley have um, said no, not this weekend. I'd go as far as <laughs> to say I don't think Leicester or Burnley have lost this year in the league. Oh, okay. So I mean that and that, really that can be proved because Derby have. I mean Derby started off. Well, okay. disproved. Derby obviously got a massive lift when McLaren came in. Yeah. But they seem to sort of stutter every so often. I mean they won, won three in a row before this game. Yeah. And then they knew when it really counted they had to beat Burnley. Yeah, uh, well, at least take a point. And they it, it was a, it was a shame for Derby because there was a controversial decision where where I think it was Martin. He was on a booking and um, he was a judge to have dived in the box mm. um, when the play went up. Now it's difficult to see from the replay. I've only seen it a couple of times to see whether it was a dive or not. But he he goes down mm. and the ball break as he goes down. The ball breaks to I forget which Derby player it was who sticks it in the net. So you think, oh, well, it doesn't matter if they've got the penalty or not, they've scored. The referee blows, <laughs> disallows the goal, gives him a second booking for diving, and so they don't get the penalty, they don't get the goal, and their man gets sent off. And mm. it was such a kick <laughs> in the teeth of Derby, it really was. I'd like to draw your guys' attention to um, Reading 1, Yeovil Town 1. Please. It's not in the running order, but I thought I'd mention it anyway, because Yeovil um, got a draw. Is that a hooped Derby? Away from home. Yes. <laughs> got a draw away from home. Three men sent off. <laughs> ended the game with eight men. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and and Gary Johnson was just funny. Uh, in the post-match, I forget the exact words, but he was asked about it, obviously. And I think they're going to appeal one or two of the Reds anyway. But mm. um, he said, well, we dealt with it, didn't we? We dealt with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. They got yeah. the point. I've never seen... Um, <laughs> the only. The, I, I've, I've only seen once four men get sent off. And it is, was it, is that when the game has to be stopped? Five. Five, OK. Four men sent off <laughs> when Hearts were away. The Magnificent Gorgie Boys were away to Rangers at Ibrox. And they had four men sent off. The referee was dishing out the cars left, right and centre. <laughs> All right, ref, uh, how long to go? Well, that's, that's a booking. Yeah. That's a red. <laughs> Get off. I once got booked for saying and again. Did I have told you that before? No. <laughs> um, I, um, I played the ball to, to, to someone mm. for a one-two. Played mm. it. The ref was right near me. Oh, because it was again. obstruction, it's... Uh... No, and again, and I think he thought I insulted him and he booked me for it. No, but you've got to put a name on it. And again. No, you can be booked for that. You've well, got to again, put your name, again. you've got to put your name on a shout. And again, Luke Moore. That's yeah. what you've got to say. Right, There's a lot of Just because people... Do you think everybody knows you, mate? <laughs> I was, I was about, <laughs> listen, I was about 15 at the time. <laughs> name and number. Yeah. Well... Three. I used to play with that. It was called Mark Scott, and I could never figure out whether he was shouting Mark Scott 
I, I've Mark played Scott. with him as well. I know it's you confusing. Mean, yeah. Either way, he didn't. <laughs> in this, in this game, uh, Reading, Reading threw the kitchen sink at Yeovil. They had 30 <laughs> shots. <laughs> they still couldn't win. Well, where is it? In the, in the game with Rangers and Hearts, Hearts played the game, uh, played for 20 minutes with seven men. <laughs> uh, and uh, Rangers only scored one goal. Because Rangers were obviously quite embarrassed by the situation. Yeah. They were like, let's take it easy. Coisty couldn't help himself. No. <laughs> Big Ali McCoist was like, well, I'm going to improve yeah. my tally. Um, <laughs> so Yeovil in this situation, though, it could really galvanise them because they're obviously still in the relegation zone. They're only mm. a few points adrift, but they could that could really kick them on if they can really turn it to their advantage because <laughs> essentially they've had three minutes off. They scored an own goal in the game as well and yeah. they still didn't lose. No, he, said, he said, I've got no, uh, said, uh, I've got no um, complaints on the day. Um, the red cards weren't for viciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing vicious. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's all right then. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're going to say on their appeal. It was nothing vicious. That's all right then. Superb. Yeah. Absolutely superb. Um, shall we go abroad? Yes. yes. Let's go abroad. Uh, La Liga. Oh, the Madrid derby. Yeah. Atleti were so close. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, he got the equaliser. It ended 2 all. That would have been such a massive win for Atleti. They'd have been right back in it. But uh, I'm afraid not. Benzema scored early on. Then uh, Coca with a crisp strike. And, and, and Gabby put um, Atleti ahead. Beauty. The 35-yarder. Yeah. Swerving all the way to the bank. Well, was it fair to say that was a tempestuous derby? It was... <laughs> Hey. When was the last time Atletico uh, won that match? It's been a long what, time. What, the derby? Well, yeah. they won the cup final. Yeah. Oh, no, they beat no. them earlier in the Bernabeu. In no, the I mean, season. It, OK, at home, though. I don't, I don't know, but that they beat them question. in the Bernabeu. That's a trivia question. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I am? Give us a... Well, ask us that before the show. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely beat them um, recently in, in this particular derby. But uh, That was some goal from Gabby, though, wasn't it? There, it was, yeah. There was a bit of argy-bargy, to say the least. Who is that guy in the Atleto backroom staff that Simeone was having to hold back? He's an absolute monster. Uh, John Carver. Your name's John Carver. <laughs> John Charver. Um, it was... Uh, he's an absolute tank, that player. I don't know who he was. And Simeone, because Simeone, you wouldn't fancy facing him. Him, would you? No, he no, was he was calmed down, but this not. guy he took about five of them to try and pull him back. <laughs> Bloody hell, for him! Yeah, so so there was a lot going on, um, and then uh, Ronaldo actually missed a really good chance before he scored, and you thought Atleti are going to hold out here, but then the, 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 I forget which defender it was. He got the ball caught up under his feet, hmm. and then the cross came in, and it was a bit of a scramble. And Ronaldo it was a, with a nice. They're finish. having a fun season. It's fine. Are they? I think, I think both teams are. Yeah, having a fun season. I just. <laughs> I think I think at Lette, this is like it's such a good opportunity for them to win. The way the way Simeone plays, many people have said that they they're probably going to tire a little bit. Mm-hmm. Barcelona um, with Martino in charge, slight well transition if you can call it that for Barcelona. They're still fantastic, obviously. Real Madrid, you'd imagine Barcelona and Real Madrid will become stronger next season. <laughs> uh, Benzema is in really good form. Yeah, and in the same way, you could argue that this is probably Liverpool's best chance to win the league for perhaps two or three years. Yeah, okay, they might make some fun. Just because it's a funny season, basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you would imagine Chelsea and Man- Manchester City in particular to strengthen in mm. the summer quite This is what I mean, it seems like a long time ago now, but this is why I thought Spurs or Arsenal had a really good chance. Yeah, season, yeah. But, I mean, Real Madrid started off like a house of fire, didn't they? Benzema scored so early on. He's yeah, in such good form. You actually fancy him to get another few. I think he scored six in his last five. But when Atleti turned it round, he thought... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I mean, just the way that Benzema finished the game against Schalke in the Champions League—I mean, he was just irresistible. He scored two. I How good was Benzema's goal in that? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> that should have been worth about well, six. In those trivia questions about the be- the finest goals that don't mean anything, yeah, that's got to be up there. Klaus Untelaar, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, check that one out if you haven't seen it. <laughs> um, but it was a good result for Barcelona. They beat Almera 4-1. Um, they moved to within a point of, of Madrid. Mm. Um, so uh, let's say down to down to third. Down to third. In Ligue 1, uh, Paris Saint-Germain beat Bar- uh, Marse- Marseille. I was going to say Barseille. <laughs> Barcelona. I was, getting, I was too busy caught up in La Liga still. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, the, it's the first time since September, apparently, that uh, Ibra didn't score at the Parc de France. But Lucas Moura. Lucas uh, Moura nearly scored the greatest goal of all time. What is World Fanny doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was not the Shawcross almost cleared uh, Zlatan's overhead kickoff the line. Yeah, <laughs> Fanny, it's not what you're there for. You're yeah. ruining the game. You're an enemy of football. Doing oh that. my was, goodness, Pete, in, talk us through it. I was still in bed when I texted you two, going, "Have you seen?" Uh, it's four what? in the afternoon, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably was actually. That's how my sleeping patterns work. But yeah, he just took took the ball past everyone. Well, he picked the ball up deep, deep in his Maradona-esque. own heart. Esque. Let, as the, he, let as the he... listeners have let the listeners have it in their head. George Weah, the famous George Weah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it was better than that because he didn't lose the ball. It yeah. would have yeah. been. I'm not joking. It would have been one of the greatest goals of all time. Uh, the, the way he turned the man was beautiful skill. He beat, I think it was five or six men. The pace. But the great thing about those types finish, of runs. He, he did a little dink over the keeper. Yeah, because the great thing about those types of run is yeah. the keeper yeah. can see it all happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he thinks, I've got to stop this. <laughs> and he legs it out, Hugo Lloris style. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and obviously, Mura um, dinks it over. Well, the Marcus Player, he's got to give him an honorary Marcus Player Dink of the Week award. Yeah. Not, he wasn't even a goal that he's getting. It doesn't it. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And then Rob Fay just sprints back, just clears it off the line. Everyone in the whole world, apart from like a half of the Marseille fans, are just like, what are you doing? Idiot! Yeah. You've ruined the greatest but moment in the history of the game. It's horrible. It's such a long run, it only just fits on a vine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh dear. Yeah, such a shame. Cavani scored a nice one, though. Doesn't make up for it, does no, it? Nothing no, nothing makes up but for it. But it. it was a nice goal, and, uh, and they, uh, they won the game. Uh, but <laughs> Solomon Kalou with a hat-trick for Lille, away to Ajaxio. How about that, eh? Collector's item. Well done there. <laughs> well I like Solomon Kalou. Nice chat. Uh, and uh, we're going to finish the main bulk of the show. Going to Brazil, of course. It's another Moggy Mirren update, isn't it? Mm. Ronaldo announced the sacking of the team's manager on Instagram. <laughs> Not even the best social network. Creative player, creative chairman. What filter did he use? I've no idea. Um, supporters... The forty five one. <laughs> supporters were angry at the way the news was communicated, rightly so, um, and said it wasn't fair on, on the now former manager. Rivaldo clarified the situation, saying he already knew. I actually let him go in the dressing room in front of the whole team. <laughs> That's oh, all right, then. As long as he wasn't disgraced, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Oh, and also, uh, a picture you must check out, um, ladies and gentlemen, is it was carnival in Brazil, of course, as it was in many parts of the world, as it tends to be this time of year. Um, Ronaldo was one of the stars of the show. He was on top of an enormous float, very elaborate, with the usual trimmings, and the big man was wearing a gold-coloured suit and tie. It's just why I'll always be the real Ronaldo. Whatever Cristiano Ronaldo does on the pitch, and there's a good, you know, he scored a good goal against Atletico in the Madrid derby. Yeah. So what? The real Ronaldo sat on a float in a gold suit surrounded by women. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. There's nothing like seeing like a Brazilian striker like in his pomp. I remember there's a documentary about um, about uh, Rivaldo and also um, Romario as well. Oh, yeah. And they're both in like their respective houses and they've been waited on by servants. Oh, and they're, yeah. they're practically peeling grapes and stuff. That was wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But like... You know, one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. Set the bar for the, the modern player. <laughs> I bet Ronaldo. he's got a gold shotgun somewhere. I just you, know he you has. Oh, me, yeah. Are you telling me, right, that really, really it's, it's great like player... now. Would you, <laughs> would, you, would, would you prefer a really genuinely all-time great player to do a really bad job in management or do a really rubbish pundit job or sit in a gold suit <laughs> and just knock it about at Carnival? <laughs> of course that's a much better thing to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh dear. Right, now it's time for Pete's game. It is time for Pete's game. Thank you to uh, <laughs> Owen Kalanen, I think. Or Kalanen, I think that's how you spend, uh, spell his name, uh, pronounce his name rather. Uh, two partridge themed options for the name. Uh, mm. You can either have uh, Mid Morning Juan Matters, which yeah, is good. I like that. Nice Annoying one. me, knowing Yuri Jokayev. Yeah, I'll do. Either right. are fine. Couldn't yeah. think of a decent pun based Good. on skirmish, a military based quiz show. Yeah. Um, on I was UK born, Conquest. Here are the, uh, here are the clues, and uh, remember, Jim's not in, so you've got more chance. Uh, or less chance, I'm not sure. I was born <laughs> on the 21st of March 1968 in Telford, Shropshire. 1968. I got that after this clue last time, didn't I? Stop. Mm. Julian Jochim. No, no, nice to hear him, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my middle name is Robert. Telford in Shropshire in 68, did you say? Yes. I have played for several clubs, including Ipswich Town, Real Sociedad, Al Itihad, and uh, Day One Citizen in South Korea. Ooh. Day One, Day One. Day one. I, I won't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made over 240 career appearances, scoring over 75 goals. <laughs> Who are the clubs again, mate? Oh, the man. English clubs? Ips- uh, Ipswich, Ipswich and Town. Sociedad are obviously Sociedad. Yeah. I have one cap for the England B team, and it would have been when Ipswich were really good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. No, it was Marcus Stewart, is it? No. no. I was just, uh, yeah, but he played for Yeovil, he played for... Stop. Is it Marcus Bent? No. No, Bent played for... Did he not play for Everton? Enough? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Did he play for... Could just not have listed it. Um, oh, I have uh, one cap for the England B team. You already said that yeah, one. Sorry. Said that. Uh, sorry uh, I, have a, I have a League Cup winner's medal having scored in the final. Oh. Andre Kinshelsis was sent off in the 90th minute of that game. Oh, no, I can't remember that. Stop. It's never Chris Kiwomir, is it? Stop. No. Oh. Uh, is it Dean Saunders? No, it's not Dean Saunders. No, it's not Dean Saunders. <laughs> At the club where I spent my longest period, I was part of a deadly duo with a renowned Welsh striker. This partnership was split Which is Dean Saunders. All right, fair enough. And we were sold to Turkish <laughs> oh, teams. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no, I've not got it. Here we go. Uh, in addition to the above-named clubs, I've played for Fenerbahce, Mets, Manchester City, Sheffield Wednesday. Stop. Young Mark Bo- Prembridge. Uh, no, Hyundai, Mortars and Aston Villa. Oh, this is piss poor. I should be able to get this. I have twice I played... I can picture him, and I know his strike pilot, which I Stop. guessed earlier... Is it Daley Atkinson? Yes! Yes! Annoying. I have twice played for a manager who has the same surname as me, including when I won the aforementioned League Cup winners. Sorry medal. about that, listen. Excellent. Go. Thank you, Owen. That was well, fantastic. They'll, That's be, a good one. they'll be happy because they've got it before us. He did the pullback and reveal with the other clubs. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Like that. Kind of naughty, but kind of well played. The bait like, and switch. I like he's got, he, he's, got, uh, he's, he's got the Irish spelling of the name uh, Owen, E O I N. Uh, and after the word Owen, he says, uh, pronounced Owen, like Michael Owen. Uh, but he doesn't help me spell his. Pronounce his last name, which is O C U I L L E A N A I N. Lovely, Kalenin. Yeah, nice one. But thank you, Owen. Yeah, sorry, sorry Pete, that is really boring. <laughs> I didn't think it was. I said, listen, shut your row. Quickly, no, correspondence. Let's whisk through. Quick that. correspondence because we've got much time left. Yes. Um, question of the week: How would you punish Alan Pardew for his head-related indiscretion at the weekend? I purposely went for head-related indiscretion because a few <laughs> people tried to pipe up and said it wasn't really a headbutt. I'd ban so, his head from his shoulders. Well, I didn't ask you. <laughs> oh, medieval. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kelvin Farrell on the Facebook comes straight in and says, a new six-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your friend of mine, Ed Tullett, says, a naked headbutt fight to the death against Tony Prudence. Oh, this very one. strong yeah. answer. Um, just, I, I wasn't going to include this one, but because he's not here, I will anyway. Lee Warburton says, I'd invite him to one of Jim's stand-up shows. <laughs> 
That's a dig. Good. Jim won't listen to this. That's a, That's a dig. Uh, Jonathan Grant on the Twitter. Rebranded so he must be referred to by Players Press and even his own family as the Sports Direct Fight Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's definitely my favourite this week. Uh, Stuart Adamson. Uh, a boot round the face from Alan Shearer. Show him how it's meant to be done. <laughs> and one final one yep. from Chris Kington on the Twitter. Automatic qualification to the Europa League. Yeah. <laughs> Into Total Cup. Into Total Cup. Trophy. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Wow. Um, well, that's all we've got time for, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to join in with the Twitter bants, it's uh, at uh, the football ra- at uh, football ramble. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, the the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com. Wonderful things happening over there. Pete. Yeah, rock and roll football on Absolute Radio twelve fifteen AM and at absoluteradio.co.uk and on FM as well. Uh, we're off to Selhurst Park for Crystal Palace versus Southampton. Should be good. Lovely job, Pete. One more thing. Go on, Say goodbye. Goodbye, Luke. Uh, goodbye. That's cheery bye from me. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.